where you found us. Welcome to the Community Church Oxford podcast. We are so honored that you decided to join us. We hope that if you don't have a church home, that you'll find a church home that is a Bible preaching church. However, if you are just checking us out, we're honored that you would do that. We hope that you're encouraged by God's word today. You're also encouraged by the experience that you have through our podcast. If you want to find out more about us, you can check us out at www.communityoxford.com or check us out on social media via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Again, thank you for joining us today at the Community Church Oxford podcast. And all God's people said, man, what a joy it is to be in God's house today. And uh, so honored to be able to do Serve the Server 2021. Unfortunately, we did not get to do Serve the Server (laughs) in 2020. And so that's the reason that we are recognizing so many folks this year. And so super, super grateful that you could be with us today. Also want to give a quick shout out to those that were with us last Sunday. Um, We guesstimate that there was about 2,300 people that gathered with us in the stadium. And so we're super, super grateful for that experience. And uh, I kind of feel like those are some of those markers in our life, you know, in the Old Testament, when, when God would show up and show out, the people would literally put stones and they would, they would call it a marker of God being faithful and God doing something special. I'll just be transparent with you this morning, uh, me of little faith, uh, when I thought through how many people might gather with us last Sunday at the football stadium, I knew that our numbers would be up more than normal. But just to be honest with you, the last three Easter's before COVID, um, we averaged about 900 to 1,000 people between two services when we would worship together. So I kind of had this big idea, okay, we'd have 1,500 people show up and it would be awesome. And of course, God did it exceedingly more than I could ever dare ask or hope. And so just so thankful uh, just to be able to do that and be a part of that. It was a special, special day. And I see many faces that were with us last week. Um, I don't know about you. I think that's the first time I've ever gotten sunburned uh, while preaching. And so that was kind of a new marker in my life, but it was worth it and a really, really cool deal. Hey, this morning, we are going to be honoring those who serve. And as you uh, look at me this morning, you see that I have on a t-shirt that says serve. Um, To be honest with you, um, I don't know how many of you do Facebook. Uh, Probably many of us should probably do less Facebook. But what I'm saying is an ad popped up on my Facebook page one day and I saw this shirt and I'm like, man, I really like that shirt. It says serve. And on the bottom of it, it has Mark 1045, which we'll get to in just a minute. I'm like, man, I really like that shirt. And then on my sleeve, I noticed that it had the American flag. I'm like, man, I really like that shirt. So I bought the shirt. All right. And I'll wear the shirt and, and I have people that walk up to me all the time and go, Oh man. So, 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 so you do CrossFit. And I'm like, what? They go, no, like you do CrossFit, and, and, and I don't mean to be funny, all right? I understand people have visual issues, okay? Like these, these are just denial, okay? Um, it means I should be wearing them all the time. Like Beth finds me driving down the road yesterday with them on. She said, can you see through them? I'm like, yeah, I can see great. She goes, they're not made to drive with, honey. They're made to read with. So the point I'm making is, is I might be in denial about my vision, but I'm not in denial about my physique, okay? If you can look at this body and think that I've been to CrossFit, you you need to go get your eyes checked. Okay? 
I bought this shirt because it says serve. And I believe that Jesus has given us the greatest model and the greatest example of what serving looks like. All right, I understand that the shirt's a little tight around my biceps and that kind of thing. And I have people all the time, man, you trying to show your guns? Is this a gun show? No, it's not. Okay, I'm not trying to look buff because I'm not buff. I wear the shirt because it says serve and there's a verse of scripture on it. And so maybe if you'll ask me why I wear the shirt instead of CrossFit, I might actually get to introduce you to Jesus. All right, we have a guy in our church named Jonathan uh, uh, excuse me, Jonathan, that's son, Richard Hopper, okay? And yesterday, he left Houston, Mississippi, and he walked 44, ran or walked 44 miles to New Albany, okay? He did that for fun, <laughs> all right? If I walk from Houston, Mississippi to New Albany, there's something really, really devastating that is going on in your life or my life, or there is a really, really good meal at the end of that walk or run, if you see me running down the road, you need to stop and pick me up because somebody is after me. Can I get an amen? amen. And I understand the people that own Oxford CrossFit are members of our church, and I'm so grateful for, for them and, and for Brady, and, 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 I, and I'm thankful for that. And they'll probably even give you a discount to keep me out of their gym, okay? They've even offered me to come for free. But I don't need to go to CrossFit. I know I need to go, but I'm not going. So I just wanted to clarify why I'm wearing this shirt, because I believe that we ought to be serving one another. Turn with me to John chapter 10 this morning. Uh, we're going to look at a passage of Scripture rather quickly, and then we'll get to the order of business of why we are here. Listen to chapter, Mark chapter 10, verse 35. Mark chapter 10, verse 35. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask you. I don't know about you, but that question right there, and he said, uh, and James and, son, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do whatever we ask of you. Now, I understand that that question might not be that outrageous to you. But we're not talking about a kid coming up to a parent. We're not talking about a grandkid coming up to a grandparent. We're not talking about a student coming up to a teacher. We're talking about two disciples who Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. Now think that they have entered into a relationship with this teacher, this Messiah, this King, this Lord, this Savior, that they think they can say to him, teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And church, I don't know if you know this or not, but some of us are not afraid to ask for anything. And here's what's crazy. When we ask for anything, we expect we should get it in return. Now, I am thankful tonight, this morning, that, that we just sang a song that God's promises are yes and amen. And if God promises something, yes and amen is the response. He is going to fulfill his promises. But that doesn't mean that we get to ask everything we want and we get what we want. This morning, as the first uh, crew was coming in, uh, Haley Miller, uh, one of our church members that also was honored as one of our nurses um, from Baptist Hospital and ICU that worked on the COVID unit, um, as, and our serve the server, her little boy was with her, and his papa was with them. And 
Haley was carrying their little boy, and Papa, uh, he saw Papa, and he wanted Papa. And you know what Papa did? He reached out his arms, and he went and got his grandson. Why? Because grandparents love having grandkids, because when they get tired of them, they just send them home. Okay? And grandparents will say yes to almost to anything when parents will say no. I used to have this in my house. If mama says no, ask granny. But church, we're not talking about asking granny or asking papa for something. We're talking about asking Jesus for something. Read with me a little further. And he said to them, what do you want me to do for you? And they, they said to him, grant us to sit one at your right and one at your left in your glory. And Jesus said to them, you do not know what you're asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink? Are you to be, or to be baptized? with the baptism in which I am baptized? And they said to him, we are able. First of all, have you ever noticed when asked a question, people are really quick to give an answer? When asked a question, people are really quick to give an answer. Why I'm so thankful today to be able to honor you folks that have served and to be able to, to, to pay the, the credit that is due to you because of your sacrifice and that is because you were asked to do something and you did it. James and John don't realize what they are asking. They might think that they can keep up to their end of the bargain, but there's only one that could keep up to that end of the bargain, and it was Jesus. Because greater love than this, that a man be willing to lay down his life for his friends. Jesus laid down his life for us, church, and we must be willing to lay down our lives for others. That's why we serve. That's why you are being recognized today is because you are willing to serve others. Verse 40. But, excuse me, go back to verse 39. And, he, and, they said, and they said to him, and they said to him, we are able. And Jesus said to them, the cup I drink you will drink, and with the baptism with which I am baptized you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those from whom it has been prepared. Jesus is pretty much saying, hey boys, you can ask me, but what you want, you don't get the you don't get the opportunity to ask because God has already appointed who's going to sit at my right and who's going to sit at my left far before creation ever began. But, they, but he goes on and says, and Jesus called them and said to them in verse 42, or excuse me, verse 41, and when the ten heard it, so you got John and James, that's two of the disciples. So there were 10 other dudes that, that weren't James and John. You see it? It says, and when the 10 heard it, they became indigent at James and John. And Jesus called them and, and said to them, you know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them that and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant. And whoever be first among you must be a slave of all. And then listen to verse 45. But even the Son of Man came not to be served, served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Church, what I love about this text is, is number one, service is one of the things that we value here at Community Church. My good friend John Coney is someone that we'll recognize in just a few moments, who is uh, the director of the pantry, and I loved his response when I reached out to John and said, John, you've been selected as one of our service award winners, and he said, man, I am one person that represents a whole bunch of other people who serve our pantry 12 months out of the year. And what I loved about that attitude is, is that most people that serve don't want a title. 
They don't want a title. They just want the responsibility of serving other people. They don't want to be recognized. And it's so amazing. Every single one of the 40 people that we recognized through the first service and this service, let me tell you something, church. Every single one of them that we talked to said this. Man, I, I, I don't deserve this. I, 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 I'm not, I shouldn't be honored in this way. There's far many other people that should be honored. Church, that's how you know that you're serving for the right reasons. When you're not in it for the title or the accolades, you're in it for the opportunity to serve other people. So as I think about that this morning, and I think about these last two verses, just a few more minutes and then we'll get to the service part. Verse 42, And Jesus called them and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers of Gentiles lord over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. One thing that I have learned as a leader, one thing as I've learned as a pastor, one thing I've learned as a shepherd, is that if you're going to lead well, you can't ask others to do something that you're not willing to do. In our first service, we honored a lady who has worked at a bank for 54 and a half years, smiling. I don't know if you know this or not, but people who serve food and people who work at banks and people that work at utility services and places like that, there is a special calling on your life. You know why? Because when people are hungry, they're mad. All right? We call it hangry at our house, all right? You take hungry and angry and you put the two words together, it doesn't really make sense. But when, when people get angry like that, they're not healthy to be around, okay? When you're dealing with people's money, 54 and a half years, smile on her face. Why? Because she's willing to serve others. She's not trying to, to be dogmatic. She's not trying to be authoritative. She's just trying to serve people. We honored a, a, a special needs teacher from Oxford School District in the first service. And can I tell you something? If you're a teacher today, you're a special person. But to work with children with special needs is an even greater calling because of the difficulties and the challenges of that. But Jesus says, not you, but it shall not be among you, verse 43 says, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant. Church, how can we serve others today? Look at verse 44. And whoever would be first among you must be a slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. Church, here's where we are today, and this is what I want you to see as I close out my, 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 my Bible study time or my sermon time with you to get to the folks that we're going to recognize in the service is this. The reason we value service here is that the more we serve people in the name of Jesus. We don't want people to know us. We want people to know Jesus. My name is Fish Robinson. I'm the lead pastor here at Community Church Oxford. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Community Church Oxford podcast. We hope that you'll consider joining us again in the future. Until then, God bless.